A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. It's Sunday the 14th of February and we're returning to 2 Peter chapter 2 verses 15 to 16. Forsaking the right way, they have gone astray. They have followed the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved gain from wrongdoing, but was rebuked for his own transgression. A speechless donkey spoke with human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. Uh, What we see here is uh, the archetypal uh, false teacher being opposed not by uh, the highest in the land, the highest witness of the land that God could find, but rather the lowest possible witness, a subhuman witness, a speechless donkey who God empowered to speak. And we saw yesterday that God is pleased to deal with the proud and the powerful and the exalted and the influential in that way in order to expose and disgrace them, to show that uh, their foolishness is so great that In the case of Balaam, his donkey knew better than he did. That's a very powerful way God has of putting down false teachers and exposing them to the world, showing to the world what they truly are, how disgraceful they are, how pathetic and wrong, and uh, how even subhuman creatures uh, can put them right. So God does this as a pattern. And we see that, for example, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 28. Let me read you what Paul wrote to the Corinthian church then. God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are. You see, there we see the great principle at work. God shames the wise with the foolish. He shames the strong with the weak. He shames uh, what is high and proud by uh, confronting them with what is low and despised. And uh, we've seen that that was his purpose here. It was to expose and shame the false teachers, just as he exposed and shamed Balaam. But there is a second reason that God does it, and that reason is to show that the power of God is in his word alone. That's what glorifies God. You know, Paul described himself as a clay jar. He said that's what we apostles are. We are clay jars, disposable, breakable, fragile items of no consequence. But what is of consequence is the message, not the messenger. And here is the vital understanding that we need to grasp. We need to be willing to trust in and cling to the word of God, whatever it condemns and whoever it defies. And that is always how God has worked in his world. Do you remember Elijah opposing on his own those priests of Baal and the priests of Asherah? There were 950 of them. And Elijah stood against them, not in his own strength, but with the power and the strength of God. And God was glorified in that. He is glorified when the tiny minority reveals his power and the great rebellious majority 
is overthrown. And so, we should never judge our hearing of the Word of God according to uh, what it's saying in relation to the trends of uh, the world. I mean, if we allowed ourselves to be controlled in that way now, uh, we would be completely abandoning the Word of God. The Word of God is very clear on the issues of, for example, gender and sexuality that are presently being debated with such assiduity by so many ecclesiastics. So whatever the Word of God condemns and whoever it defies, the Christian believer must hold firm to it, even if they look like a jackass in doing so. We should say, yes, we are with the jackass in these things. If that's what the Word of God says, and I'm in a minority of one, and the whole church establishment is arrayed against, it, arrayed against me, I'm going to hold to that position because that is the Word of God. I'm willing to be a donkey for the sake of the truth of God because I know that it pleases God and it honors His Word to use the lowly and weak to expose shame and disgrace false teachers. So, we shouldn't be intimidated by false teachers. We certainly shouldn't be dignifying them by serious engagement. I mean, there's nothing of serious engagement in a talking donkey, is there? Uh, we should love the truth for what it is, and we should never be embarrassed by it. Whatever it's packaging, whoever it's contradicting, and we shouldn't be ever distracted by perhaps the lowly status of the messenger. This is the greatest protection that the Christian can have against wobbling under the pressure, I don't know, of uh, ecclesiastical authority or perhaps the dynamics and politics of friendship groups. These are very strong, aren't they? Which make people wobble on what the Word of God really is saying. No, we must take the Word as the power it is, a power that stands alone, a power that God is pleased to be glorified in displaying through weak and lowly vessels. And so, that is the great secret of holding firm to the Word of God, to understanding that it is, its power is in itself, not in uh, the people who present it or the situation into which it's presented. It is just the Word of God, that is it. And if we know that and if we love it, we will cling to it as we should. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your wonderful word. Thank you that it is always true. It is always right. And please, would you fill our hearts, would you kindle our hearts by that word so we are faithful to it, whatever the cost, whoever, whatever practice it condemns and whoever it annoys and defies, please, would we always be faithful to that word. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.